Welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam, the first of one, two, three episodes that happened this week. Four episodes? I don't know. A bunch of episodes happening this week. Um, so, it's not something I discuss a lot on here, because um, the opportunity doesn't really present itself too much. And I feel like the, what's it called, the, the turnaround on this, based on my response to this is not going to increase the likelihood that people are going to hear this and be like, oh, I want to hear him talk about anime more, because it feels like the anime community is kind of insular, from what I can remember from my time when I used to watch anime more, you know, uh, consistently. Um, it's insular, it feels, it, it's kind of like, you know, we want acceptance, we want people to accept it, and we want, you know, you, like, a 100% approval rating at any given point, and it's like, well, you know, that's unrealistic to ask for, but here we are, um, and I feel like that's gonna give away how I feel about Bell, having just seen Bell, um, but I wanted to like it, I really did, um... I did really like... Like, there are other movies that I've liked. Like, I love Stoshi Tone's work. Um, and Miyazaki, obviously. But, like, I love Paprika. Um, Gravity of Fireflies is one of my favorites. Um, I have a lot of anime movies that I, I do really love. Um, Akira, obviously. Um, I've, I've, I haven't finished it yet, but I started watching... Um, what was that show that everyone fucking talks about all the time? Um... Uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Uh, yeah, that I started watching, but I haven't finished yet. Like, I, I, I've watched anime before, and I love science fiction, and anime tends to go towards science fiction and fantasy in a lot of cases. Um, and then Bell was getting notoriety for being, you know, best animated picture. I mean, by all accounts from what I've seen so far, Encanto is probably going to take that home. And if I had a vote, I mean, I would probably vote for The Mitchells vs. The Machines if we're going to talk about a science fiction movie that is animated and, and sets out to do, and, and does what it sets out to do well. Uh, I think that, by and large, that this movie doesn't really accomplish that. Because let me just break down the premise for anyone out there who's unfamiliar with this movie, because it's possible that there's a lot of people out here who are like, Bell, what the fuck? Um... Basically, the idea is there's this metaverse, which we're at the point now where that's just common vernacular. Uh, so the metaverse is this big, you know, thing, and it's called the U. Um, you go in there, and you, there's a biometric scanner that t- that creates an avatar of you based on the perfect version of you, somehow. Um, again, science fiction and fantasy kind of merge a little bit sometimes, especially in this, but... So, whatever. It makes a perfect version of you as your avatar. You go, and you are an avatar. You are, you know, waving, like, you're doing that. How everything works is kind of a little bit nebulous. Like, is it, like, thought-controlled? Is it, like... Like, I kind of figured it was more thought-controlled, because it's, like, you know, the logistics of doing it all around. It it doesn't matter. Anyway, um, and, like, does the avatar still do things while you're there or while you're not there? whatever. And there are points in the movie where it's like, oh, so the Avatar is kind of just existing in the real world while she's doing other things. Um, or existing in the in the virtual world while she's doing other things. Oh, well, whatever. Um, back on topic. So, this exists. 
There's a girl, her mom died when she was a kid. She goes into the virtual world and, you know, it, it, it turns to a pop star um, who can sing. And overnight, she's a sensation. Uh, and then at one of her concerts, or her only concert that she has in the movie, um, that, that is scheduled and is, like, planned, she, um, there's an invasion by a an outside, like, you know, fighter from, like, the, you know, the... The, the martial arts part of the the metaverse and and he comes in and ruins her show um, and then she becomes obsessed with tracking down this person and find out why he is who he is um, and, and trying to you know help him and, and I think that here's the thing there's a bunch of interesting concepts in play here because science fiction as I've said before is meant to show you know it, like take our world warp it through a funhouse mirror or a black mirror, if you will, and, 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 and show it to society and show what's the worst thing we can do with things that are being done with science right now. And then moving from there, what what like what is the cautionary tale behind this? So what you can do here is what happens when we give a teenager all of this access to social media and all of this fame and, and all of that, the double life aspect of it that she's leading through this entire thing. That's an angle that could be explored and would have been more interesting to watch than what we got. Um, which is this weird, like, kind of, like, Beauty and the Beast type thing, but doesn't want to fully commit to that. Um, I think that, like, or if they just did the Beauty and the Beast aspect, that would have worked too. But, like, there are so many things in this movie that it's just, like, you know, semantically don't make sense, and it feels like these things kind of pull me out of it, and maybe that's just a me problem, but, like, I don't need every single detail explained, but, like, the fact that she's in league with her best friend is not explained, it's just, like, her friend sends her a referral to join the, the, the virtual world, but it's not explained that the friend is, like, hey, I'm going to do your music for you, and we're going to do this, and you're going to become a singer when you go in there, and then we're going to do this this whole thing, and this whole plan is for you to be a pop star. It gets to the point where in the third act, like, the friend's like, no, if you unmask or unveil, you'll, uh, you will spoil everything we've worked for. And I'm like, you haven't really worked for anything in this movie. Like, she, does, she enters the virtual world, within five minutes she's singing in the middle of everywhere, and then the next day she wakes up, she's got over a million followers, and it's like, well okay, cool, but, like, what's going on with this? Like, what is the, you know, like, where's the story here? Um, and then it's like, you know, how does this one guy get sponsored enough that he has a laser that can unveil people? And, like, how does that work? Like, why is that a thing? Like, and why is that a thing that this guy can have if he's not, like, a moderator or something? Um... And then it's like he unveils her and then she doesn't vanish and it's like, well, why didn't she vanish? And I'm like, that's a great question. Why didn't she vanish? Or, 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 you know, my next question, was she supposed to vanish? Because that wasn't discussed. Like, what is the repercussion of unveiling besides the fact that in this virtual world you're now just yourself? And it's like that none of this is ever articulated in a meaningful way that makes it where it's like, oh, we're going to watch this. It's going to be interesting. These are all key pieces of information that are, you know, it's not even, like, semantic stuff where it's, like, I'm not nitpicking and looking for plot holes. It's, like, these are key pieces of information that should drive the stakes and the plot and the conflict of the movie. And it's, like, you know, all of these things are just kind of, you know, 
things that aren't actually discussed at all. And it's just kind of like they come up as the movie requires them to come up, but it's not explained. It's not, there's no, you, I don't even know how to, you know, put it. It's like the movie needs to, if the movie wants you to believe there are stakes to an action happening, they need to explain to you what the stakes are. And there are opportunities to, to do this throughout the movie. Um, and it's like, they could have cut down a number of scenes. And the thing is, the movie's only two hours. So they could have cut, and, and they could have added and made the movie more cohesive in this way. So by the time we get to the end, and, and we see that she's like, you know, do you want to go back to being a sad girl? It's like, well, all we saw all through the movie is even as Belle, her mood hasn't changed. You know, so it's like her unmasking and being like, hey, I'm going to be, you know, who I am underneath the anonymity without the anonymity. It's like, you know, well, okay, but we haven't seen that develop at all. Like, that's a key part of the story that's kind of just ignored. Um, and it feels like an important piece of information, um, considering we get to the third act. And it's like her giving up Belle doesn't feel like a sacrifice when we get to the third act. And that's a key piece of the third act. Especially when we're going to sit here and wait, like, oh, she's going to unveil. That is an important thing. Why is it important? Reasons? It, apparently it doesn't even remove her from the fucking virtual world. She's just standing in the virtual world as herself. Like, okay. So, so what was... The repercussion, can she go back to being Belle? Because I don't think that was explained. They explained you can only have one account per person because of biometrics, but they never explained that if you are in there as Belle, you don't, like, like if you get unveiled, can you be reveiled? That's not explained in the movie either. And then it appears that she is reveiled, so it's like, oh, so the sacrifice meant absolutely nothing then. Okay, like, it, 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 it's just infuriating to me when basic, basic, basic conventions of storytelling are not adhered to. And it's like, well, you know, these are key things that need to be, you know, handled. Um, you know, the relationship between um, the the prettiest girl in school and the weird guy who wants to start a canoeing club by himself is completely extraneous information, but we spend like five minutes in a scene of the two of them awkwardly walking into and out of the scene. And it's like, it's played for laughs, but it's just, it's a waste of time. And it has no impact on the plot. That's time that could have been spent fleshing out the plot. Making it where, you know, the, the, the underlying issue that we're addressing here is fleshed out in a way. And it's like you could have done... The, there are a lot of angles that could have been taken that were differently, that were done differently. And it's like, I don't think we necessarily need to sit here and, like, have all the speculation, oh, who is the beast? Who is, who is it? It's like... It, it, it turns out to be no one that she knows anyway, so it really doesn't matter. Um, and it, it, I don't, there's just so much about this movie that kind of just baffles me from, from a structural standpoint. Where it's like, you know, like, I have no problem in a movie, you know, departing from from standard, you know, structure to, to, to do something new and unique. I have absolutely no problem with that. I have a problem with it when you're, when you're trying to, you know, tell a cohesive and articulate story and you're just omitting key pieces of information. 
and, and not omitting key pieces of information, and, and it's like all the stuff with the, the choir, you know, has two scenes that could have been one, um, it doesn't really do too much extra, the dad has a, a role that is basically, basically superfluous, and I think that had we gotten to the third act, and we saw that, you know, like, had the, the relationship with her, dad, with her dad been a bellwether, um, that would have been a better use of the dad, I think. Um, because, look, there's, there is a, a, a version of this movie where, you know, we get the check-in with the dad more consistently than just three times. Once in the beginning, once in the middle, and once in the end. Where, it's like, in the beginning, it's like, you know, do you want to, um, uh, do you want to ride to school? No. Are you, you know, do you want to have dinner? No. And then it's like, okay. And then the, the same thing happens in the middle. And then at the end, she's like, yeah, I will have dinner with you. Because she's grown and she's changed. But... There's a version of this movie where the relationship with the father is kind of a way to, you know, sit here and, and it acts as like a, you know, like a meteorologist of sorts, where it's like, oh, okay, as her mood worsens, we use her reaction to these questions in that way, where it's like, you know, she's got a lot of stress, she freaks out on the dad, she's got this going on, she freaks out on the dad, and, it, and it's like, you know, they're, they're, again, there's options on the table to do bigger and better things, but... And, and usually I don't like saying that because I feel like I'm, 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 you know, like Monday morning quarterbacking and being like, well, you could have done this instead. Well, you could have done this instead. But at the same time, you know, you could have done that. Um, and, and had they not done what they did, I would have been less inclined to bring up what they could have done. But because you kind of laid the groundwork to do it, it feels like you, you had the indication you were going to do it. And then decided not to. And that's not to say that, that like, the, the, the thing is, the movie is beautiful. And, and the voice acting is great. And, and it's like, you know, all the stuff that happens in the, in, in, in the metaverse is really cool. And it looks amazing. And it's worth watching for that alone. I'm not taking anything away from it for that. What I'm saying is, you know, when you do animation using the animation to its fullest is one of the most important things, and, and they do that here. I can't say they don't. There's a lot of really cool imagery, um, like the, the way the castle is, like, half destroyed, where the beast lives, where, um, like, the entire way the metaverse is rendered, and all that. Beautiful. And then on top of it, I think that, like, you know, it's interesting that they do that, and then they juxtapose the, um, the stuff that happens in the real world to look kind of mundane to the point where you're like, let's get back to the metaverse. And that's important because it, it again, could have been used to, to reflect how her life is, where she doesn't want to see the real world. She wants to go back to the metaverse. And it looks like there was a conscious choice there uh, of, you know, of clear two dimension versus, you know, two and a half, three dimension. Um, but they don't play with that. And they, they lay the groundwork to play with that, but they don't. And that's, again, a problem. Um, because that's the thing with animation. It's like the visual style has to look good, but it also has to have a... Na- like not a na- It doesn't have to have a narrative reason. But if you're going to play with the, the visual style in the way this movie does, you really should have the narrative tie into it. Um... And, and, and I think that's another failing of the movie is that like look you're doing all these cool things with, with visual effects but it doesn't mesh right 
with, with the story. And it's like you're not using it to its fullest narratively. Um, and I think that narrative is the most important part of, you know, I mean, like, look, I think narrative is probably one of the most important parts of, of filmmaking where it's like if the story's bad, you can you can put, you know, great actors in, you can do, you know, great cinematography work, you can do all these great things, but if the story's bad, it's going to, it, it, it you need to do a lot to offset um, a bad story, for me, at least. Um, like, you can't just, you know, put a nice coat of paint on it and be like, see, it's great, because that doesn't work for me. It's like, you can sit here and make the movie as pretty as possible. But if the movie is not, like, if the, if the story doesn't grab and the story doesn't do what it should to make you want to, you know, dive in and, and, and be in this world, I, I think that that's a problem. Um, and that's the other thing is they don't do enough to really grab you with the metaverse aspect of it um, out of the gate, how it works, what, what would make someone in this world want to join the metaverse. And I think that, like, the best way to do something like that would be, like, you know, I would have opened the movie, and I hate doing this, but I would have opened the movie with marketing material from within the world um, to show, like, this is the metaverse. This is the, or the you. I keep calling it the metaverse. That's what we call it in real life. But it's like, this is the you. This is the world we've created. This is what we're doing. Um, this was your life before. This will be your life after. And that would have been a great way to be like, look, this is the idea. This is what we're doing. This is what we think is the best idea. Um, and the idea of sponsors is very broadly put in. And it's like not quite meaningful enough. Because it's like, well, you know, what does it have anything to do with anything at all? It, it doesn't over the course of the movie. I, I, I'm, I'm, there are just so many things that are, you know, very small threads that could have went to something greater but are just kind of dropped. And, and not not dropped, because dropped implies that they were ever picked up with to, to begin with. It's like going to a park and seeing a ball there, and you're like, oh, that's cool. And then you go, and you're like, oh, that's someone else, and so let's just leave it there, because it's like, you know... But, like, you could have picked it up and ran with it, you saw it, you ignored it. Um, and I think that's a fundamental problem with this movie. Um, it's not great... Um, I think there are better, you know, animated movies that we can spend our time seeing. You can, If you want to spend two hours watching an animated movie, watch The Mitchells vs. The Machines. That movie is great. Um, Encanto was better than this. I would even say watch Luca over this. Um, and, and I haven't seen enough anime to be able to recommend another Japanese movie of um, modern anime. Uh, you know what? Tokyo Godfathers. Watch Tokyo Godfathers. That movie's fantastic. Um... But if you want to cry, watch Grave of the Fireflies. Holy fuck, that movie will fuck you up. If you're in the mood to to just be sad, just, just watch Grave of the Fireflies. It is just, oh my god. Uh, it is one of the saddest fucking movies I've ever seen in my life. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would I would I would say just skip Bell. There's nothing about Bell that really demands. I mean, and that's the thing is, they're song like, oh, see it in IMAX, see it in IMAX. And I'm like, I probably could have seen this in, in, in a standard theater. There's nothing great about it. Um, so, so yeah, so we'll wrap up there for today. Um, we have Book of Boba Fett tomorrow morning. Um, and then there was another one. I forgot what it was, though. Um, 
Book of Boba Fett. Um, fuck. Well, oh, Naomi we're going to talk about. Um, so, yeah. So we'll wrap up there for today. And until the next episode, have a great rest of your week.